Good morning, everybody. It's your boy, Noah, and we're back with another episode of ITM, Inner Thoughts Manifested. So last week was a big milestone for all of us. We reached episode 10. We are now into double digits, and I can officially say we're about a third of the way through the season. Um, yeah, uh, I hope you guys have been enjoying the content or the points I've been trying to make. Uh, I know that when I'm trying to say certain things, it may not come out a certain way, but I am, I do try to be very genuine about it and in a very respectful way. And I do think I accomplished that for the most part. I think that, um, now it's time to take the first step and like move forward, you know, like it's one thing when you start gathering your supplies and biding your time and just trying to like hone in and getting your home in order, your affairs and things like that. And then now it's like, okay, now I got to take the step forward. And the question is like, how do we move forward? Um, well, we have to address things that nobody wants to talk about. Uh, we have to address things that make us uncomfortable and just, you know, cause telling somebody that they deserve love and happiness, that doesn't make anybody uncomfortable. That just gives people reassurance that we are all human and looking connections and, you know, all that. Now it's like, okay, we need to address men's mental health, for instance. And the statistics alone is just alarming. And I'm just like, you're kidding. And I started really thinking, you know, because I never thought about men's mental health growing up. It And it wasn't like um, it was off the table ever. It was just one of those things that... It's just, that's just the foundation that we are based upon what it means to be a man and manhood. And, you know, you can't cry and you can't show weakness and, you know, you're just a provider, you know, that's it. And I'm like, we're so much more than just a provider. Like, you know, we do more, you know, than fry stuff. Like that's like saying that women are not providers, right? When, they're the ones that have that have the children, you know, and it's like they're providing and they're, you know, so I don't know. I think it's just we are just too much focus on things that were based on before our time. You know what I mean? Uh, at some point, we have to break that cycle. Right. Just like every um, thing in history where we reached the glass ceiling. Of course, I'm talking about black history. Um, you know, Jackie Robinson and, you know, like everybody else, like Rosa Parks, like certain moments where you push the glass ceiling. Like, I think we need to find a way for us to break the next ceiling is what I'm getting at. And it's just, we got to pay attention. You know, you got to Notice your friend's body language. You got to know when your friends, it's just like when, when a woman says like, when you ask a woman, is she okay? And she says, yeah, I'm fine. And you know, that means she's not okay. Listen, women just say, just say you're not okay. It's okay. It's okay to say that. I, I want you to know. And I know I'm going to get in a lot of trouble for this, but I have to be honest and I have to, you know, show you that I've, I don't know. I, I just want to show you like where I'm at and make my point. And then like, I'm willing to listen because that's the thing about this podcast It's supposed to be a conversation. I have two ears. I want to listen twice as much as I talk and I talk a lot. 
so I don't know, like I've dated a girl or two in the past and listen, when they, listen, if I ask them, are they okay? And they say, yeah, I'm like, I keep it moving. Like if you're not going to talk to me, I can't force you to talk to me about something that you're not ready to talk about or that you don't want to talk about. All I can do is just show you that I'm here uh, whenever you're ready, but I'm not going to sit around and wait forever either. <laughs> I mean, at some point, uh, you, you're just going to have to either address it or, uh, it's going to eat you alive. It's going to cost you stuff, you know, like not talking about things and bottling things up. Uh, I'm not going to lie. That almost caused the divorce with me and Aaron. And the thing about it is, it's like, we're married. If you can't share this stuff with your spouse, who can you share it with? I mean, obviously, you know, everyone has different views on religion and things like that. But I'm just talking about like just in general, like on this level here. So, and it's not that, um, you know, like I said, I'm always going to be there for Aaron. Okay. Aaron's a genuine, kind, loving person. It's one of the best people you can ever meet. But at the same time, it's like, look, if you can't talk to me or if you're not, you know, in the game to like help me with my goals or things like that, it's like, what are we doing? We could have just been friends and support each other. We're, this is a marriage. And like I said, it, it's a two-way street, right? <laughs> and I think that's just, you know, part of that man's mental health because, you know, two guys, it's like, well, we're not really going to talk about our feelings because there's no woman there to say, hey, talk to me. Like, you know, like a guy would be like, what's up, bro? Like, I know you good. I know you ain't crying over that girl or crying over that boy. Like, let's go out. Let's do this. Or, hey, let's go to the gym. It, it's always something, right? And it's like we have these subtle ways of just avoiding the issue. You know, sure, we can make jokes about it and make light of it. Like, but at the end of the day, these are stuff we have to address, you know. And it's not just men's mental health. We're talking about women's mental health. We're talking about the essence of what it means to be a woman or to be a man. It, it's just what do we look for? Right. You know, like you expect the man to be having war scars and going through stuff. Right. You expect that because he's supposed to go out into the world and provide and protect and everything. Whereas a woman, if if a woman goes through something, you're like, oh, she's damaged. And, you know, and I'm just like, no, she's not like we all go through things, you know. Some more than others, unfortunately, if we're being honest. It's just, I don't know. Uh, Look, if I find, like, like, as a bisexual man, like, if I find a person with scars on them and stuff, I'm going to ask them about it. I'm just like, because I know they've been through stuff. I know what they went through made them, helped make them to the person they are. So I expect to see everybody. So I just, there's going to be more people with more scars than other people, Okay. And I'm not, it's not a competition. It's not like, hey, I want to find someone that has like as many scars as I do. No, you want to find somebody who understands you, right? We want to find somebody that just gets us. And a lot of times we try to find that in a marriage or whatever. But sometimes all you have to do is just find it in a friendship. But before you even get to that point, you have to find it within yourself that you're enough and believe in yourself because you're a boss ass bitch. You 
are a sexy ass man. Okay. That's why I talked about and referenced self love and self care. Like, guys, you want to start a skincare routine and paint your nails? Do it. Women, you want to do, I, I, I don't know. You want to do the male equivalent of something? Do it. Okay. I say go out there and do it because that is the only way the narrative gets changed, right? Because it's like, who was it? And I want to say Bo Burnham. Uh, and like I said, I didn't know who he was until uh, Aaron and I watched his special. Like, Aaron's a big fan. So, <laughs> and I know it's one of his earlier specials or whatever, but he talked about how um, you can keep beating a dead horse as long as it's making you money. And for as long as it's making you money, you're not going to change. You're not going to elevate. You're not going to grow. You're just going to keep doing the same thing, right? It's only when certain people do something different. And then now they're the new buzz. And now they're the hot topic. And then now they are the ones who are, you know, taking the money. So now you're going to stop beating that dead horse. And you're going to try to jump on whatever uh, bandwagon that is because that's just how greed works right now all of a sudden you're like huh because i need to be more hip no what you need to do is just keep working on yourself to be more creative and be creative as possible you know we need more creative people so we can create as close to a perfect world as we're going to get and you know we're never going to live in a perfect world okay we we have to understand that if we're going to move forward and that's what this episode's about it's just about pointing things out that is going to make us uncomfortable and make and force us to grow and adjust. Sure, I can tell you, hey, you need to hit the gym, right? But my thing is, like, I can't force you to go to a gym. It doesn't matter what I say, right? You shouldn't listen to me. No way. Even though if I, even though I was right, don't listen to me. Because, again, I'm probably not listening to you either. I'm going to do what's right for me. Now, if you're a very close friend and you'd be like, hey, bro, um, you might want to start hitting the gym or something because, like, it's getting bad, bro. Like, you're our friend. You'll always be our friend. But then now you don't get invited out as much. And, you know, so, like, I don't know. It's just certain people will get through to us because we are on that same level, right? And that's what it's about. It's about finding people that match your energy. But at the same time, you have to find out what your vibe and what your energy is first. You have to know what type of crowd do you want to hang with. Uh, what type of people and what are you looking for? As I say, you have to be honest with yourself about this stuff. Um, and sure, maybe having that talk with your spouse or significant other or, you know, your kids or kids or whoever, uh, it's going to be uncomfortable. But that's how we stay prepared, right? Um, you know, when Aaron and I start having kids, like, I plan on talking to my kids every day. I'm going to say, hey, before you leave this house, you know, just know anything can happen. You know, it could be your moment to learn or your moment to shine. And, you know, like I want to get that through because, you know, I didn't have that. And it's not that I'm bitter or anything like that. Like I had a pretty decent childhood. Like I said, I was a pretty bad kid. <laughs> uh, and just the people in my neighborhood that I grew up with, like, I mean, we're just different, right? 
Now, if we were all get together, I just get up and walk away because like they're not worth the time or the effort. You know, it's sad that friendships ended the way they did because we were kids and being childish. And then all of a sudden they want to start following me on social media. And I'm like, no, (laughs) I mean, listen, we all want our followers and we all want to show our haters or whoever that, hey, I made it. I did it. Suck it. Right. But that's not my thing. My thing is this. It's either you, it's either three sides. Either you're with me, like fully with me, like to the wheels fall off, or you just don't mess with me. Like you don't want to see me. You don't want to talk to me. Like you don't want to fuck with me at all. Or until just the middle, like uh, you can take me or leave me, but you know, the door is open. It just, as long as I'm coming out, it's like a Switzerland, like it's out of respect. Right. Uh, but now I'm just like, listen, I'm me. If you if you're vibing with me for this time period, that's fine. If you are not vibing with me, that's fine too. Like everyone, I just believe in everyone doing their own thing now. Um, so of course I went on social media and I did unblock them. Like if they want to follow me, like okay, that's on them. Like I'm still not going to give them the time or day. Um, because like I said, they're not worth it. And I don't know. I just didn't want to. I guess you can say avoidance. It's like when you try to avoid certain people. Uh, But my thing is this. Um, I mean, obviously, you want to do your best to avoid certain people. But same time, you don't act like you're scared. You go about your day like you would normally. You know, that's the thing about it. You shouldn't be afraid of each other. If anything, who knows? Maybe when you see each other, you can actually have a conversation. And, you know, because how many of us had got into a fight or argument with a friend and then like you had a conversation and the next thing you know y'all like besties again right um i can assure you that like the people i talked about just now we're not going to be besties uh it's just i'm on i'm in a different place than they are you know like looking looking back i'm like yeah they seem like they had it all but now the, the tides have changed and it's like it's my season and they're just there, you know? Uh, <laughs> but but that doesn't mean I'm going to stop and stop my shine. Like, I'm not going to apologize for nobody. I'm like, I am who I am. Uh, so, yeah. So, that's the way to move forward is just asserting yourself and, you know, assuring yourself. Like, this isn't about your friends being supportive or your family being supportive. You have to assure yourself and actually finally start believing the kind words that people have said about you for as long as you can remember. You have to just do that. So, um, I don't know. And it's also just doing things you just don't want to do. You know, it's just like pushing through. Like when you go to the gym, you're like, Hey, I'm going four to six times a week. Well, okay. He's like, I've been there three times this week. I really don't want to go, but it's like, just go. Like, like, even if you normally go for, like, an hour, hour and a half, like, you don't necessarily have to go every time for an hour, hour and a half. Like, I want us to start understanding that. Like, your time in the gym, it's your time. You want to do a 45-minute workout? Do a 45-minute workout. You want to do a 10-minute? Okay, 10 minutes. Even if you just go to the gym and do cardio for, like, 15 minutes and go home. The fact of the matter is you got up, left your house, and went to the gym and came back. Was it a light workout? Yeah. Was it a short workout? 
you know, but it's your workout. It's your journey. So that's the thing about it. Like recently I kept thinking I had to keep going in there for two hours and it's like, bro, sometimes I'm doing a lot of weight and I just can't. Uh, and I'm like, like a few of my friends, they do more cardio than weights. I do. I tend to do more weights than cardio because we, I mean, obviously we have different goals, but now I'm starting to think I'm just going to have to start doing more cardio. Um, not just because my goals have changed, but just to kind of help give my muscles a break because, uh, I don't know, but hopefully, uh, in the next few weeks, um, things will change once again. I actually got some advice from a friend about type of creatine or protein or protein or pre-workout. I don't know what the proper terms are, um, that, uh, I should try. And she sent me a couple links, which, it's this one company, and I was like, oh, okay, like this stuff, uh, I'm probably going to order some. It was like 20 bucks because, like, I kid you not, I try to go find, look at some stuff like at GNC and Walmart. I was like, 40 bucks. I said, 40, it was like 40, 60 bucks. And I'm like, bro, where's the $20 stuff? Like, I'm not looking, I understand it's going to last a while, um, but I, I don't know. I just, I don't want to spend so much on something. And then, you know, like for me, it has to be uh, something like reviews or I actually know people that use that product. Like it ha something has to give here, if that makes sense. Uh, but yeah. And also another thing to move forward on is um, we have to reevaluate the things that we say. Uh, like, for instance, Everyone, for the most part, wants everybody. To be, we all want to be treated equally, right? We all want to treat each other with respect and base things off each other's character, good sportsmanship, like, you know, the whole nine yards, right? My thing is, and I'm sure y'all know where I'm going with this. Um, the whole thing with Angel Reese and the LSU women's basketball team, look, I am, uh, I'm just shocked that all this is happening in a sense, right? So, and here, here, here's what I mean by that. I'm shocked because for, you know, as long as I can remember, um, we've been fighting for equal rights, Right. And all because, you know, women want to be treated equally. They want to be treated like, you know, they want to be treated the same as men, equal pay, like, you know, like all that. Right. Which I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm, a, I'm okay with being fair and I'm okay with that. Um, <laughs> but my thing is this, it has to work both ways. Like if a, if a guy in sports does a gesture, uh, he's seen as like, oh, he's showing off or, oh, he's. Uh, you know, you say certain things, but you don't say as much as if a woman did it. And of course we all know the gesture that Angel Reese did. Uh, I didn't find nothing wrong with that gesture. I thought that was, um, you know, well earned, you know, like LSU beat Iowa by like what? 17, 20 points. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, come on. The person she did it to literally did the same thing two days ago. 
and nobody bought it an eye. And I'm like, bruh, we have to say, if we're going to say that women are treated equal, you, you can't just be like, read between the lines, like that white women, right? We say in women, okay, we're talking about all women, all women, okay? You, you just can't divide, you can't say all women and then divide women, right? Because that's just not going to work. If we're, if you're going to really achieve this goal and this objective, you, you know what I mean? You're going to have to work together with people, you know, outside your race. Cause at the end of the day, we're all people. We're all human. We all bleed. We all have a heart. Or at least I like to think we do. Um, so I don't know. I did have a problem with, uh, Dr. Biden, the first lady's, um, invite because, it wasn't even like, but it was like before you read between the lines of obviously um, an race issue. My thing was, I never heard that the losing team would also get an invite. Like, I felt like that would just defeat the purpose. It'd be one thing if you said, hey, before the championship, uh, like in the NBA, if you said the Western Conference Finals winners and the Eastern Conference Finals winners get an invite to this. That's one thing. And then like, hey, who gets the whoever gets the championship gets an extra invite to go to this. Like that I'd be okay with. But <laughs> I'm just like, nah, she LSU would not got an invite if um they lost. It would just be Iowa and nobody would bat an eye. And I don't know. It, it just kind of makes you think sometimes. So and then when Angel Reese went to go see the Obamas, I was like, yo, I, I applaud that. So um, that's just my take on it. I just, I just want us all to be treated the same, right? Because um, obviously this was a woman's thing. Obviously this was a race thing, and obviously this was a sexism thing. Because you know guys do the same gestures, like I said, and you know we're treated as oh yeah, that's just boys being boys, and women doing that seems unladylike. Which, again, women have to live up to stand like that they have no scars, that they have nothing. And it's easier for them to hide it because they do address their feelings. Which, as men, with this men's mental health, we don't talk. We don't express our feelings. We just be like, all right, bro, man, up. Like, hey, man, come on, don't be crying. Uh, or you'd be like, oh, yeah, he over there crying like a bitch. Like, bro, <laughs> like, you got to understand, like, if it was you going through that, or going through whatever, you probably be crying too. Like, you know, like cry with them or like just go down there and give them a hug. Like something. You can embrace some humanity. It's okay to do that. We're not robots. Um, I'm sorry, y'all. I know I'm hitting y'all with a lot, but that's what I kind of want for my podcast. I just want to push myself and push the envelope a little bit in a very respectful, respectful, genuine way, because that's what it's about. It's about respect. It's about being genuine, showing love and kindness and just growing as a person. Right. Um, I've said this before and I'll say it again. So I have friends that are in a poly relationship, like more than just my neighbors now. Okay. And my thing is, I, it's not for me personally. But um, I don't fully understand a poly 
relationship, poly lifestyle. That's why I ask questions. That's why, but I don't ask questions like to get personal. I'm just asking stuff in general. Okay. Cause I just want a better general understanding. Like now if you want to tell me your personal stuff, okay, listen, I'm open ears. Okay. I'm, I'm willing to listen. I'm willing to give, do the best I can with advice. Uh, like I had, <laughs> I had a friend ask me some, ask me a question. And I just looked, I was like, honestly, I have like nothing. Cause like, I don't know anybody who's been through that. I don't know. And the thing about it is maybe I do know somebody who's been through that and they won't tell me. Uh, <laughs> it's just, I don't know. Like I want to have a better understanding. Like we want to better understand. Like I will never understand what it's like to be in that relationship, but my understanding now can grow. And from that to grow, I do have to ask these questions. I do have to do certain things and I just want my friends to know to like just because we're different you know it's a safe space you know uh <laughs> and I don't know maybe that's just part of working on being more open-minded and that's part of moving forward you because we are now getting to the point where you're expanding your thinking and you're finally starting to think for yourself you know and now you are making your own decisions, not based on what your mom would want or what your dad would want and be like, oh, well, you come from a line of doctors and you went off and been a bartender. Like you let the family down and you had to deal with all that. It's like you didn't. You're, you're literally just following your dreams. And sure, it may take you a little bit longer to get there. But as we all have heard from the Black Panther, may he rest in peace, um, the harder road um, leads to success. If you're willing to fail, like y'all know how the motivational video went. Like it was like T'Challa, Denzel, it was like other, a few other speakers. I think Kevin Hart was one. And, you know, it was just things they said. And it's like, bro, that is so true. You know? Uh, and I think our problem is like, us from the outside, we look in and we look from the outside and we're like, Oh, he's just saying that like, it must be nice. And and, you know, things like that. But then next thing you know, you start putting in that type of work, you start putting your, and then next thing you know, you're like, huh, this person was onto something. And I want to say, Hey, you got to put in that work. You got to fail. And now next thing you know, you're, you're the person saying the exact same thing that these other people have said. Uh, I don't know. (laughs) Uh, that, that's just my thing, guys. It's just moving forward is, isn't easy, you know? And, but the thing about it is, it's something we have to do whether we want to or not, because as life keeps moving forward, I mean, sure we can sit still, but then guess what? Um, life just starts to get a bit harder because you're not adjusting. You're not even giving it a fair chance or really trying, you know? And that's what, and that's where, that's where we're at now. It, and, and, you know, I know I just kind of scratched the surface on that and that's kind of where I want to leave it. I want to scratch the surface, leave y'all with something to think about. And, you know, because, uh, take me like the harder road. Um, it's hard for me to, uh, like, let's say I get mad at a customer, right? It's hard for me to like get over it so quickly and go on to the next customer because the next customer doesn't deserve that negativity, right? Because that next customer didn't do anything. It's like if I go to something and then I had a customer, I had an employee get mad at me about something. I'm like, bro, you need to check your tone. I didn't do anything to you. 
you know, it's hard to just kind of get over that, you know, um, especially when work's been rough and you had call-ins and next thing you know, you're like, you start getting busy and you start getting a little behind and it's like, you know, uh, and I'll tell you guys this since we still have a little bit of time. Um, so last week on Saturday, um, we had a call-in. Okay. Now this call-in, normally <laughs> I wouldn't care. Okay. That this person called in, but I felt like as we have been getting busy lately and sales have been increasing and all this stuff and everything's starting to run smoothly. It's like, yeah, you need everybody to show up or you need at least somebody. And when you show up, put in an effort. Well, I don't know if y'all remember, but earlier in the show, I did mention this older lady, uh, I believe I, I didn't write it down. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest there. Uh, I think I said for the sake of the story, we'll call her Janet. Okay. I think it was Janet. So let's just say this. I find out that Janet's not as old as I thought she was. Okay. Like she's a lot younger. And the only reason I know that is because the assistant manager told me they were only like two, one or two years apart. And I was like, really? And then she was like, wait, how do you think I am? And I, she was, I was like, wait, you got, you be, you asking me an honest question. Cause you know, and she was like, yeah, just be honest. And I told her and I was pretty close. Uh, so I, I don't know. Um, so basically they're in their early fifties, I think, uh, both for the sake, but the sake for the sake of argument, I'll say 52. Okay. She's 52. Okay. She has been saying that she has been learning almost all the time. She don't put in no effort. And then when she does do stuff, it's like she's kind of all over the place and just gets overwhelmed. And I told her, like everybody has told her, you need to take your time. You need to breathe. You need to find your rhythm. And it's like if you don't have a rhythm by now, this might not be the place for you. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, but anyways, um, the store manager, like you, like I said, we got a new store manager. And he has got to see her... <laughs> in full action. And he's already like, bruh, I can't. Um, like, if you're not going to work, like, I can just give them hours to somebody else. And I was like, finally, a general manager who pretty much gets it. Like, you're good people. You got to take care of them. You got to give them whatever days they want off. You got to make it work, right? Because uh, he's already said it. He said day shifts, got it made, got it handled. It's just night shift. And... Like I said, I can't speak on night shift. I don't know what happens. I don't know what they be doing, but I just know uh, they're going to have to start doing better. Um, I don't know what exactly, but yeah. Needless to say, (laughs) um, she called in Saturday, right? Now, Now, keep in mind, I got to work about 10 minutes late, okay? And, And that's the latest I've ever gotten to work, okay? And it's not like I can call him and say, hey, bro, I'm I'm running behind. It's like he's got to find out when I get there. Because, again, supposed to be there at 530. Store opens at 630. And, you know, obviously you need two people to open the store, blah, blah, blah. And so, of course, I get there. I was like, hey, I'm sorry I'm being late. And next you know, everything was going smooth, right? Uh, but the thing about it was Saturdays have been a bit where you don't need so many people. So, of course... And we were kind of spread at the list. The lineup was spread out. And I was like, bruh, I need to get a break. So, of course, it was in slow moments. I just kind of lounged and stuff. At, I mean, I did my work also. Well, she caught. Then that's when the call-in happened. And I was like, bruh, for real? 
And then, so now I didn't, I didn't take my break until like, mm, let's say 11, 15 ish. And I was like, bruh, I get off work at two. I stayed till two 30, but the point is I'm like, damn, my shift's almost over. Uh, I don't know. I just felt like things would have went smoother. Like if she had got, if she had came in to work on time, I could have just did prep, cleaned up early. Like we worked together. We got through it. It wasn't bad. It was just, it was a bit stressful. Right. Uh, and I, I don't know. Um, I don't know what's going to happen. I hope she's okay. I hope she's doing well, but she's, man, I, I don't think she has, I don't think she's gonna have a job much longer. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Uh, most jobs tend to be pretty forgiving and they keep you, even if they put you on for one day, six hours, like, you know, something. But I say that to just let you know, like that frustration right there, I can't take it to a customer or if a customer just is being difficult over something small, uh, like for instance, I'll say this. So one customer, she, uh, she asked, all she wanted was like some potatoes. And I was like, okay, cool. The total's this. I was like, I t- you know, and of course she's still there. And I was like, ma'am, your total's this. She's like, well, can I get them fresh? And I was like, I guess, can you pull forward? Like you holding up my time now, like over some potatoes. That's literally all you ordered. Um, and then the next guy and then the next person that came around, he, his order was like a combo and a half or something. But then I was like, Hey sir, it's going to be like a few extra minutes. Cause like we had to like drop some fresh chicken. Uh, I said, I said, can I have you pull straight forward? And I literally said in one of the parking spots where it says like Wendy's mobile pickup. And he was like, well, if you don't mind, I'll stay until somebody comes behind me. I said, sir, you're running up my drive time. Do you think I just say this stuff? Just to, now keep in mind, I was already still a little irritated with the potatoes being, fr- I was like, bro, I have potatoes. They're warm. I don't know what people expect when they go to places like fast food. Like we all know that the nuggets and fries are under a heat lamp. So, you know, like, of course, everybody wants fresh food, but like, bro, this ain't no fancy restaurant. This is literally fast food. All that grease and the fryer. And, and come on now. <laughs> but no, it, it, it was like, girl, okay, just gave you some and go. Now I got to drop some fresh ones because I know if I give you this, you're going to come back and say something and then you're just going to add on to the stress of my day. And I don't have time for that. So I, just, I did. I did drop fresh potatoes. Just to avoid that. But I'm just like, bruh, for real. Uh, and then the fact the guy was just sitting there. And he, I was like, dude, you can't just pull forward like 20 feet. Like, if I say pull forward, I need you out of the driveway in a parking spot. <laughs> and it's like that frustration with him. I was like, I can't bring that to another customer. Because that next customer didn't do anything. Uh, the point is. To move forward, you have to make your peace with that life is going to throw adjustments at you every day. Okay? And that's how we move forward. We address things that make us uncomfortable. We make our peace that it's not going to be the same thing every day. We think it is. Now, some things will probably always be the same. Like, I'm off every Sunday and Monday. So, usually, I don't really get my day fully started until after I take my husband to work. Uh, I mean, don't get wrong. Like, I get up, I get breakfast, and, you know, I do my prayer and my meditation and stuff. But it's usually after I drop him off, I come here, I record the podcast, and then I go to the gym. And then I come back, relax, work on some other projects, and then that's it until I go pick him up and do a few grocery, do a little grocery shopping. Then he comes home, 
I just relax, Aaron cooks, and boom. That like that's my Sundays. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so it'll probably be around this time every Sunday that you guys get the episode since uh, I took Aaron to work. So, but yeah, guys, I just wanted to um, say thank you again for the support. Thank you again for everything. Um, happy Easter to everybody. Um, I want to say this, uh, I know I already said it, but a haircut and a retwist is tomorrow. I have an appointment and then it's going to be a lot of posting to social media. Okay. Uh, I didn't want to start like this fresh mindset and the first step to move forward. Like I want to look my best, you know what I mean? So, uh, that's coming. Uh, again, if you want to check out some old poetry, uh, go to gayarthurs.org, I think. Uh, and go to Enfield1608. If you want to follow me on Instagram and Twitter, that is also Enfield1608. Facebook is coming soon. And yeah, <laughs> uh, I hope you guys have a fantastic week full of love, good energy, and positivity. I hope that this is a good step for us to move forward in the right direction. Uh, just just addressing a couple things at a time because, you know, it's one it's one step one foot in front of the other and one thing one thing at a time. Okay. But uh yeah guys, I wanna say I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Your support means everything. Um but yeah, uh I don't really have any other announcements at this time other than two big projects are um in the works. And yeah. <laughs> so remember Take a deep breath. Everything's going to be okay. Move forward. <laughs>